Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show, a proud member of the SJ Network and the JZO Modcast Podcast Network. I'm your host, Don Smith. It's Throwback Thursday time, and looking back at the Life Radio Show, we have a lot of old crap to throw at you. So every Thursday, I'm replaying old episodes in their original order. If you enjoy the show, like and follow the Life 106.9 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter, or tune in live on Tuesdays when we're back from COVID-19 lockdown from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM, or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner. Uh, my next guests are in the studio already. Uh, Dave Har, Dave Cornelius, John Har. I knew I'd screw it up, <laughs> and I did. So. I, I'm I'm proud of myself because I screwed it up just like I thought I would. Well, now <laughs> gets it out of the way early. Yeah. Yeah. At least I pronounced the har right. Yes, so, you did. Yeah. yeah. So uh, John Har <laughs> and David Cornelius or Dave. You go by e- Dave. Either. Either. Yeah. Okay. Dave's fine. Dave's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks. And John. Thank Good you to very have much. you. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Inhumanwich. Yes. Which was a uh, I got I got to see a kind of a pre-screening of that. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Uh, would you call that like a spoof on a fifties uh, sci-fi? That's Is probably that the best of... way to describe okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to know is is whose whose idea was, <laughs> was uh, it? Well, this because it's it's a yeah, very the, unique. The uh, the idea itself is a kind of a long story, so I'll try to give you the short version. Um, long time ago, uh, uh, about eight nine years ago. Uh, worked on a TV station or worked on a TV show down at a uh, low power TV station down in Cincinnati. The crew did a lot of short films on the side. And one of the guys on the crew always asked if he could put a sandwich as part of the plot or as as a character in the movie. (laughs) And one time, you know, we did a talking sandwich movie. Uh, And so eventually just to make fun of him asking for sandwich movies, we started talking about what if the blob was a sloppy Joe monster and then we said, the Inhuman- blob, that's yeah. what I was trying to think. Yeah, Inhuman, which mm-hmm. uh, was thrown out as a, as a dumb title. And once you, you know, once that word is out there, you say, like, well, now we have to make it. Well, yeah, because that did just fits so well. Yeah. <laughs> Murderous, sloppy joke. Yeah. Uh, why a sandwich? Was there any particular? Did he just really like sandwiches? I, he was just or? weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he would just think it'd be funny, like, hey, why don't we have a sandwich as a character? Have a sa- you know. <laughs> Just a running gag with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They had okay. a lot of time to fill on this show. Yeah. yeah oh, this wasn't even yeah. on the air. This was just oh, this sitting is, around this waiting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's kind of like this show then. Yeah. We had never, to, yeah, yeah. We saved the good stuff for off the air. So. Well, yeah. That's we do that a lot <laughs> yeah. too. Because during the break, you know, we had the, me and some of the guests have great conversations. As soon as the mics are on, it's just it's nothing. Crickets. So, yeah. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah those, those damn frogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Tell tell me a little bit about the the filming of it and the the logistics of a uh, of a meat monster. Uh, it <laughs> was actually a quick shoot. Uh, we shot this thing back in 2011. Oh uh, wow! So yeah, so we wrote it in uh, 2010, filmed on weekends, just Saturdays and Sundays, when everyone had time. Uh, a lot of times it'd be, you know, film from seven in the morning until three or four in the afternoon. Then I'd have to go to work. Uh, so it'd be long days. Uh, but I think we only filmed for, you know, it was, it was spread over several months, but I think it was only like a 14, 15 day shoot. Oh, so, total. Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was a flyby. Most of the stuff was, you know, it's all done in post. We would just say, well, instead of filming on the road, we'll just throw up a green screen and, you know, monsters all green, you know, the monsters all, uh, it's a right, puppet right, that they added yeah. in later. So, yeah. So the filming <laughs> of it was was real fast. Um, say about half of it uh, was, you know, improv. You know, we scripted a lot, but then, you know, you give the cast a lot of leeway to just throw in their old yeah. stuff, throw in their own stuff. So, um, and it turned out that that stuff was better. Well, yeah, so, but we, yeah. Were, we were talking a little bit before the, uh, before we went on air again, you know, 
about <laughs> about my one of my favorite parts in the movie the movie that just had me in tears laughing and i'm not i'm not going to give away any spoilers because it hasn't premiered yet but, or has it oh it's played some festivals oh it's played yeah. some festivals okay and i'm still not going to give it away because yeah. you just you just have to watch it yeah. it's just it's just one of those you can't you can't describe you just have to watch yeah well, but, it sounds uh, dumb if you describe it's, it. Exactly, but it's hilarious. And it's even dumber it. when you well, say it. Well, yeah, it's still, it's, but still hilarious. Because yeah. sometimes <laughs> some of the funniest things are just completely idiotic. And, <laughs> and it's it's just a great concept. Yeah. So. But yeah, one of my favorite parts you said was pretty much all ad-lib. Yeah, the, um, yeah, we would get on set. The uh, Chris, who played the uh, corporal, and I won't give away what, what he did, but he was, you know, he... Just had free reign to say what you know. In this shot, just say whatever you want, and he did. And then, just uh, messing around in the in the following shots, or just say, okay, what's a good idea? And we would just sort of brainstorm with the cast to see what would be funny if we did this. What would be funny if we did that? Well, yeah, that well, that can be a lot of fun for the cast too. Oh, it that is. way they're they're much more well, involved than just here's a script. Yeah, read it. and the with if we were working on film. I'd probably be a lot stricter in saying, no, right. we got to stick to the script. We can't, you know, we can't afford. Yeah. But, but with, the, with digital, digital yeah. it, you know, worst case, it turns out to be garbage and you just delete the file. It's, <laughs> you're not really out anything but your time. So when I'm on set, it's almost always, hey, let's just do it. Because if we don't do it now, we're going to want, we're going to wish that we did it later. Right. Now, now you had won some awards for this. Uh, so it was like yeah. an audience choice award. Yeah, audience or, choice yeah. and uh, best sci-fi at the uh, Origins Film Festival up in Columbus. Oh, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah it was def- definitely enjoyable. Yeah. deserving. Now you directed. Is that uh, yes? You uh, wrote and directed. So D- Dave, that's yes. who that's who I'm talking to. Since you can't see who I'm pointing at, <laughs> <laughs> you wrote and directed. Yes. Okay, and you were John. I I had a I had a small part, and I wrote the score. You wrote the score. Okay. And you wrote the uh, I wrote a the rockabilly song in the middle, a dumb rockabilly song, which is the first thing that I did for the film <laughs> yeah. in 2011. And yeah, then, you wrote that before we started filming. Yeah, we had to we had to write and record a demo of the song first, so that I could lip sync it when we were shooting. And uh, and then years went by before we actually properly uh, recorded the the actual track. Yeah, we recorded that last summer, I believe. So it was. Mm-hmm. Six-year gap between writing it and finalizing it. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. and all did, of my did, did you did you have a hard time getting back into the the character? Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think we I think didn't we use my demo vocal in the final? Probably I think we did I, we, because we realized well if I re-record the vocals then it might not match the lip syncing that I did when I was on set. So yeah. I think we decided to just go with I re-recorded the guitars and the drums and all of that stuff, but. Uh, Okay. Vocal stayed there. And then the score, when did you start writing the score? Like officially, not Well, I'd been doing sketches off and on for uh six years, but <laughs> you can't really write film music until the picture's locked and, right. and all of the editing is done so that you know where all the sync points are and things like that. So I think I probably I don't can't remember when I started that. The premiere was in December, so I think I probably spent about two months off and on on the score. October-ish, probably is about when I started. So, yeah, that's a long process. That's a long, yeah. yeah. That's a, <laughs> just the whole thing. If you started writing it in 2010. That's... Well, and the, yeah, the, the main problem was our effects guy moved to L.A. Oh. Okay. So yeah. you have to, it's just months of back and forth saying, hey, what do you got? What do you need? What do you got? What do you need for... And he's doing it in his spare time because uh, he's not getting paid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you would tell him, look, you know, take the job that pays you first and then in your spare time work on this. So it took a long, just a long time to piece everything together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's hard when you can't, when you're just starting and you can't really pay and that's, yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. to get. Uh, I bet. Yeah. We've uh, been real lucky about finding people that are yeah, just willing to sacrifice oh, yeah. for nothing, but. Yeah, that, that, I've, I've, I've done it a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this whole show for nothing. Nobody pays me anything. So. Well, Dave Dave creates a good environment for people to have fun. It's always fun to work together on an Argo One oh. production. Uh, everybody gets along really well, and 
they Which just is, all that, seem to enjoy good. themselves. I mean, if you if you can't if you can't pay with money, you pay with laughter. Exactly. <laughs> if you can have fun on there, then that's that little a little more uh, conducive to people giving their time up to yeah. to go do things. So. And that's what, when you're, yeah, when you're casting some, at this point, you know, we've done a lot of short films and projects since then. And we've pretty much used the same people that we met on Inhuman, which, because when we were casting for that, you're not only looking, well, who's a good actor, but you also have to figure out like, well, I'm going to be spending all day long with these people. I don't want to bring in someone who's going to be just a horrible, you know, horrible eight hours to deal with. So you you bring in good people. Yeah. You don't want a diva on the yeah. set to just ruin the whole thing. Cause then everybody's going to be upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's, that's always a consideration too is yeah. You want somebody that can act, but you also want somebody that you can tolerate. Right. <laughs> and it's good to find that, yeah. but it does seem like just for, from watching the movie, it does seem like it would have been a fun set to be on. It was, so, a, yeah, it was a lot of fun. well, except for the day that I shot, which was, I was in an outdoor scene and it was what, in April that we shot this scene, I think. Was that the cold day or the hot day? It was the cold day. It was it was supposed to be a family picnic, a church picnic scene. Okay. And people were supposed to be out having fun, you know, playing out in the sunshine. Well, it was a cold, gray, miserable day. It was probably in the 50s and it was and it was drizzling all day long and we were outside in this park for about 10 hours, I think. Uh Still, we had fun in spite of it, but uh, and you, it was uh, a little uncomfortable. I think it was just windy. Is <laughs> it was yeah, very windy. And the uh, the food we got because we figured, well, it's a picnic scene, <laughs> right? So we might as well just make the food. You know, the props for the food. That's everyone's lunch. Except somehow, when we got to the set, the food that we had bought that morning had already spoiled. So I guess we uh-huh. bought like a bad batch. So that that whole uh, that whole day was a little weird. But I think we got some really good stuff out of it. Yeah. The, that, the following day, it actually it heated up like twenty. It was like seventy something. So everyone came dressed, dressed for cold weather, and everyone was just sweating. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, was, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that vegetable tray that uh, that you brought to, to for the picnic uh, was probably the most disgusting thing about well, the film, which is odd because you've got people being digested by a great big well, blob I can, of meat. I can top the. Ve- I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the vegetable tray can be topped. The lunch meat we got was roast beef, and it ended up sort of a blue gray. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> and but that's okay. I, I have never the... seen meat that color before. Pretty, <laughs> don't taste pretty. <laughs> so that's why you decided to have it black and white. Yeah, that's, yes, that, that's that, that, that okay. was what I was going to bring up. Is that why the show is in black and white? Because because of, of the gray day that was supposed <laughs> to be a nice picnic plus the uh, the multicolored lunch. You know, <laughs> you know, a lot of people think like it's oh, it's in black and white as an homage to the 50s monster right. movies, you know, the era. And it kind of is, but I would say mostly it's because black and white hides bad effects work a lot better than the, color does. Yeah. So that's, Well, I I, so I, just, I think a lot of the effects were that way on, you know, that was to me, that was part of it, you know, as yeah, far as uh, the, well, the poor guy in my favorite scene that was uh, gone from the knees down, still had his femur. That was, <laughs> I, I yeah, think that, that was kind of, the, the effect of that just cracked me Yeah, up. and that effect actually turned out a lot better than we could have ever hoped for. Uh, we That one was done uh, by a different guy that we brought in. He had done, he had actually worked on some Hollywood movies, and I don't understand how he how we got him to volunteer his time on this one, but yeah, but he did some good emergency last minute stuff that we needed some last minute tweaks to his legs, which I can't, uh. I can't really explain, but we had, he was, um, one of the characters ended up having to wear, uh, green screen on his leg, you know, green, right, right. green man suit on his legs. And we put some stuff over him to look like he had different legs. And, uh, I can't really explain more without giving away the joke. Right, right, right. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Cause that, that's, was a great <laughs> great place in that movie but uh yeah the uh what was i about to say i don't know i lost it somewhere but uh where am i who are you again no. <laughs> every every now and then something disconnects yeah. and i think oh this is what i'll ask and then it vanishes so yeah we'll go back to talking about what we were talking about yeah. <laughs> no i i had uh you were talking about uh filming filming in the cold out there i had a uh, movie i shot I was part of a long time ago. It was probably uh, maybe 10 years ago. 
that unfortunately never got finished. And it, it was one of those kind of, it was a spoof on like the superhero, super friends kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my character, uh, bourbon brave, I was a, <laughs> kind of a knockoff of Indian chief and my costume, if you oh, can imagine this guy, my costume was a vest and a loincloth <laughs> and it, it was all supposed to be filmed in the summer, like four weekends in August, which would have been fine. Yeah. But there were a lot of problems in production, and we ended up, uh, we wrapped filming on that in late October, early November. So we're Mm -hmm. outside filming, and I've got nothing but a (laughs) loincloth and a vest. (laughs) So yeah, it was, uh, that was miserable. Did they give you a a blanket or anything to, like when you're, you know, when the camera's off, were you able to huddle? I just just had to run back in the bar because we were filming at a bar. So okay, so at least you can run inside. Well, don't don't if they offer you a blanket, don't take it because it's probably well. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, didn't even didn't even think about yeah. that one. But yeah, that's 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 tasteless, like some of that my is, jokes. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why he's here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Never if you're if you're an Indian <laughs> chief, don't take the blanket. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I've been in those in those really fun filming situations like that for the whole day, and this was this was filming at night too. So oh, that's yeah. <laughs> That's that's why I was so upset that that one never actually got finished because it was a great concept and it would have been a lot of fun and I you know are they still working on it or what's no it's what uh, abandoned it, it got abandoned the guy the director had ended up with there was a lot of uh, financial problems a lot of issues and mm-hmm. just he, his computer crashed he lost most of the footage and that was that he just yeah, just gave not up coming on back it. from that yeah. I've re- I've really been wanting to talk to him to see if I can get the script and try to make it. You know, because hmm. I, I really thought it was a lot, would have been a lot of fun. And there was actually some interest in it from Troma at one time when he was first starting to film it. And that would have been, but unfortunately never happened. Yeah. So. We had I, some close calls in, in Humanwich, didn't we? Or, uh, we had, well, there was a fire. Uh, my editor, <laughs> uh, wow. his condo caught fire. And just by dumb luck, his hard drives came out untouched oh wow like he lost you know he lost clothes he lost furniture everything uh but yeah somehow the hard drives remained uh i did get uh shane who uh sort of you know officially he was the sound mixer but he was sort of the all-around last minute everything ended up in his hands because he would be the last person the edit went through and he would uh text me a few times and say like, Hey, the uh, hard drive is completely blown out. Can't get any information on awesome. it. And a couple of days later he would say, yeah, I took it apart, put it back together. We got all the footage back. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that about give you a heart yeah. attack when it is. Uh, yeah. And we've had, and we had even shooting, uh, we had one day we were shooting and the, uh, effects guy who had made, it was a homemade skeleton prop. Uh, he had that, and it was essential. We, like, we couldn't film without this thing, and he never showed up, just awesome. the whole day. Awesome. So you know you got to figure out, okay, well we can shoot some other, shoot around it, shoot as best we can. So you know you have your you have your heart attack moments, but yeah. for well, the yeah, most part it works out. Talking talking about the one that never got finished, there was uh, there there was uh, one of the setbacks they had initially that caused the filming to go on so long is the guy cast a lot of his friends. We were filming in a bar after hours. Well, this one friend, I guess the first two weeks that he was shooting, he showed up at the bar early that day. <laughs> so by the time it was time to oh film, he was passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were a lot of issues like that. But uh, yeah, I, I've I've been on sets where, uh, well, six feet below hell, it's out in Red Box now. I showed up the fir- first day I showed up to set, we lost our location because the guy that was supposed to open the location for it, for us was inside, passed out. so we couldn't get into film we had to scramble about two hours later we ended up with a location nearby and somehow we got everything shot that day and wrapped early so well done (laughs) that 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 was that was one of those directors that really knew how to roll with the punches and we got through and i'm guessing looking at the movie you probably couldn't even tell that anything was no no screw yeah because actually actually one of the fun things that happened at that is that that was I got cast last minute in that part. I actually changed from a different uh, role. 
because we had an actor back out last minute. So I was like, well, I want that part. I'll take it, you know, <laughs> since they you know, give you time to recast. And uh, then I get there and we lost our location too. It's like, oh, this isn't going well. <laughs> and the new location, the script wasn't really written with that place in mind. So we had to ad lib most of it. So I actually, we had a lot of, that was one of the most fun times I've had on set because almost everything was ad libbed that day. <laughs> And part of it involved me, you know, swinging a croquet mallet and taking some people out, hey. <laughs> which was not the original plan. <laughs> it was so much more fun, but yeah, it's, it's always, it's always good to roll with the punches oh, like yeah. that. Cause you never know, especially when you're working on a small scale, you, right? You yeah. Got expect, you got yeah. the, you got the small budget, you got, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. You can't, you can't assume anything's ever going to be under your control. Yeah. And I, I think that's the difference between films that get made and films that don't get made is they have somebody, the ones that get made have somebody that can roll with it and make do right. as opposed to the ones that don't have a perfectionist that can't handle any kind of yeah. last minute. <laughs> or they just uh, freak out. Or yeah, they, or they freak out. Yeah. So, All right. Well, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, in the in the meantime, you guys are welcome to some cookies. I have, I have, uh, <laughs> This, this is the life, so we do have cookies here. Uh, I have uh, Snack Wells, uh, fat-free, uh, they're not fat-free. Well, they are fat-free. Uh, Devil's Food uh, cookies. Uh, I have Milano Dark Chocolate uh, from Pepperidge Farm. And there are also, I believe, some, some Oreos. I have some mini Oreos, regular mini Oreos, plus vanilla or the uh, golden mini Oreos. So you guys are free to some cookies. All right. And <laughs> I'm going to play... Uh, there, there's a reason for the cookies that I'll tell you off the air. But I'm going to go ahead and play some Potter's Field, and we'll be back here shortly. Fucking Freaky Friday. Here's the Freaky Friday, just a tip. I haven't even picked it out yet. I'm going to look out from my phone, kind of go from there. This is called, uh, this is a very dangerous game. It's called Craigslist Roulette. Craigslist Roulette. All right. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I got one's called Furies. Male for male. Will you be my friend? Male for woman. Ooh, here's a good one. What's it called? I'm a sloppy sucker, and I love cum. <laughs> male for male. <laughs> if you need a warm, wet, deep mouth and throat to use, please use mine. Stop over for NSA blow and go at my place. I look for nothing in return. I'm in the. <laughs> I love cum. Big husky men. More than welcome. I love big bears, fat fox, and he has a, a kick. Can't tell you what it is, but he's height and weight proportional, divorced, and he's 50 years old. So come on, sloppy suckers that love some cum. This is your chance, bro. Craigslist roulette. That's a Freaky Friday video. So, uh, oh yeah, it is. That will cap off your week until we drop a brand new episode on Monday. Enjoy it. Yeah. Peace out. About three hours ago, our nation came under wide attack by unknown foreign power. Coming this summer, when biological warfare threatens extinction, the world needs a hero. Inside this bag is the cure for the zombie virus. Ta-da! I'm going to save the world. How about you? William Lee is Zachariah Stone in Cinema Lexicon's Six Feet Below Hell. <laughs> Your kind is doomed, human. one ugly mother... Starring William Lee, William Regglesworth, Banza Townsend, and Aaron Perez. Six Feet Below Hell. Available in Redbox this summer. If you see someone that you know is dead, and they come back to life, run! All right. Did I hit the right button? I hit the right button again. I'm on a roll today. <laughs> 
man, hitting the right buttons. Uh, I still can't think of things to say, but you know, at least I'm hitting the right buttons yeah, now. So. It's all that counts. Yeah, I'm not firing on all cylinders, but at least about half of them. So <laughs> we're good. But no, I was telling you about Three Knee Deep. Yeah, yeah. The first, uh, first movie that William Lee had out on Redbox. Uh, shot in four days and basically edited in uh, right around two weeks. And it was it was in Redbox, uh, available for rent for over 17 weeks. Okay. Which is <laughs> that that's that that's why when I refer to William, he is a powerhouse filmmaker because he will knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, for, yeah, I think from from writing the script to actually being out on Redbox was probably about altogether was maybe two and a half to three months. And he's pretty much like a one man band. He, yes, yeah, he does all he his directs, editing. He, cuts, he directs. He, he writes. He, writes, he acts. Yeah, he's yeah. So it's uh, hey, he's uh. Kind of an impressive fellow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're here for you. Oh, yeah. Today. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in with uh, Dave Cornelius and John Haar. Did I get it right? You got it right. I got it right. Didn't mix you up. Gold okay. star for you. Uh, director <clears throat> and actor and score writer for uh, Inhumanwich. A fantastic uh, uh, sci-fi thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Edge of your seat horror. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You will be stunned. You will be. You will need to sleep with the lights on, <laughs> <laughs> and the refrigerator door locked. Yes. <laughs> is, is that a good promo? I'm putting for? that on the poster. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, that's the first time I've been on a movie poster with a quote. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you want to talk a little bit more about the movie, or did we want to hit some of these hard hitting news stories? Uh, I guess the only thing, if you don't mind, some cheap. Uh, Self-promotion. I love cheap self-promotion. Uh, That's the whole show. We are playing. Uh, <laughs> next time you'll get to see it, uh, see the movie is August 19th at Gen Con in Indianapolis. So if you are a gamer who doesn't mind driving a few hours, head on out. I might have to do that because yeah. I'm. I, I was talking to uh, Dave Moore when he was in here last. I was trying to get back in, trying to get back into being a gamer because hmm. I've been out of it for a while. Well, I've been out of it for a long time, but I've been out of gaming for a while too. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah that that Gen Con in Indianapolis, yes, yes. on August nineteenth, yep, yeah, Saturday. We are uh, ten thirty p.m. something like that. So cool that that might yeah. be one of the Saturdays I have free too, because awesome. I, I think up until the beginning of August, I don't have a single weekend free, because I've been uh, I've been working on a uh, there's a podcast called the Unwritten Podcast, which is written by. Uh, uh, Chris Burnside is going to be on the show next week from uh, Dayton Writers Movement, which is a uh, a drama. It's a drama. Uh, so the podcast. title is a lie already. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was. It was written. Yeah. It just you know. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that I've been working on a lot of that. Plus, I have some filming coming up. So. Cool. Uh, do do you guys do you guys have a website? I'm. I'm uh, uh, inhumanwitch.com. Inhumanwitch.com. Uh, it's I-N-H-U, Manwitch, if you're not sure how to spell it. Right. Yeah, just um, go to the grocery store. Go to the gro- and yeah. Check the can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, yeah, inhumanwitch.com. That'll give you Argo a link to it. It's one. Argo 1 is the name of the ship in the movie. Right, right. Yeah. So we, you know, we had to name the company something, so it's Argo One Production. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this this was just a real startup, startup with oh, the yeah. company and everything. This is the first so, thing, yeah. yeah, first thing we did. And uh, if you want to see any of our other short films, pretty much easiest one is uh, inhumanwish.com. You'll see a link on the sides at Argo One, and uh, just click and follow down the rabbit hole. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to follow down that rabbit hole because you know Inhumanwish is is fantastic, and. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to check out some of your uh, some of your short films too. See what you got. So, yeah. Well, well, with that, it is it is twenty minutes till, and we're going to hit some news stories because we right. gotta we gotta let the, let everybody know what's going on in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> important stuff right here. Uh, the health care bill being debated in Senate could have a de- devastating effect on millions of Americans, uh, not least of all the country's legal sex workers. Because there are so many of them, so many illegal legal sex workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a few of them have refused to take it lying down. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's in the article. That's not. Oh me. man, that's not me. That's in the article. Someone typed that up and then smiled and <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm yep. good I'm today. Great. And an editor let that fire. through too. <laughs> uh, instead, they formed a group called Hookers for Healthcare. 
Awesome. To raise awareness about how the bill could harm their lives and careers. Uh, because I will say, you definitely want your hookers healthy. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants an unhealthy hooker. That's just, that would be, well, that's a way to catch something, honestly. Wasn't that a uh, film in the 70s, The Unhealthy Hooker? I think, <laughs> I think there were several films in the okay. 70s that revolved around that topic. <laughs> uh, Alice Little, who works at the uh, Sagebrush Ranch Brothel near, Car- near Carson City, Nevada, wrote a blog post on bunnyranch.com. See, there's all kinds of great websites to check out. Uh, <laughs> okay, now who is going to the Bunny Ranch website to read to, the blog? To read a blog about healthcare. That's, you know, I read Playboy for the articles and I go to the Bunny Ranch website. Probably, probably Trump. That's probably where he gets <laughs> some of his some of his best news sources is at the bunny bunnyranch.com blog posts. That's yeah. <laughs> and Alex Jones. That's that's there his name. <laughs> There's no unnamed sources there except their names are all things like bubbles and yeah, cinnamon. And, yeah. yeah, that's Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Any anyway, the 25-year-old uh, uh what was her name? Alice Little. Uh explains how reducing access to Medicaid can make it that much harder for women like herself to become financially independent, which makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, sure. so yeah, that's uh, hookers for healthcare. Uh, check them out. Donate, <laughs> donate to hookers. <laughs> Cause that's, that's where I want my money going. Cause I don't, uh, I don't want unhealthy hoes. <laughs> we want our hookers just, healthy. Just make your donation in cash so it doesn't show up in your right, credit right. card yeah, statement. Yeah, you don't yeah. want because then the wife will see it. Right, yeah. You're busted, man. Yeah. That's all there is to it. <laughs> uh, see, this is fun. The, the, how else would people know what's going on in their world this if we don't stuff, tell them? Yeah. yeah, if we don't tell Because I, I, I can't imagine I, Until I read her blog, I didn't know anything about the health care. I didn't even know it existed. Oh no! You never hear about it anywhere. <laughs> exactly, it was nobody's talking. Yeah, about the this. mainstream media <laughs> just completely ignores uh, this healthcare bill. You know. Oh, there's a bill. <laughs> they, uh, apparently, well, yeah, I get a yeah. bill every time I go to the doctor. Every time, yeah, yeah. that's my healthcare bill. That's the only thing I knew about it was that uh, you know. You know, I thought the, you were going to say you yeah. got a bill every time you went to the bunny ranch, but that was, well, that too, okay. that too, and uh, I mean they use uh, the they both use rubber gloves and Vaseline, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's the confusion right there okay. is uh i guess it's a complicated it depends on issue what I, you, I get yes it depends on what you pay your doctor who knew healthcare do. was so complicated <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's it's new to me that's for sure uh, <clears throat> it's 2017 uh that's a great way to start an article because there are some people that have no idea oh. but it is it's 2017 and there are still people who think you can trust online users with the sacred task of choosing a name uh, Ohio's Bureau of Motor Vehicles uh, created a new mascot. Uh, basically, it's just a license plate with eyes, arms, and legs. And then went on to social media to ask for help giving it a moniker. Uh, only a, It says, only it warns, only appropriate names will be considered, as if that ever made a difference. Uh, needless to say, uh, Platy McPlateface is already the clear favorite on of, Twitter. Of course. Uh, other possibilities, uh, Plato. Eh, that's not bad. Okay. You know, that's not bad. Uh, Buckeye Plate. Tagalong and Reggie, which is short for registration. And of course, uh, if you've watched Six Feet Below Hell, you are going to know that I'm partial to Reggie on that one. That's, uh, but now, now you had uh, you had mentioned that you had put something out on Twitter. Yeah, the uh, I guess on the plate, the fake tag that they have to print up said A A A O O O O. And John, if you'll sing that for me, ah uh, ooh, werewolves of London. <laughs> So Dave suggested Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I. We mentioned this off air, but I'm just baffled at the idea that someone thinks that BMV needs a mascot. A mascot, right? Yeah. Like you know, it's. It's not like anyone's <laughs> like. Well, I could go. I could go get my plates at the BMV, or I could go to you know, nowhere else. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or I could get pulled over and right. get a fine and have my car yeah. impounded. No, we need a mascot to let yeah, us that, know. Yeah, that sold me. That's, <laughs> that's yep. I wasn't going to do it, but uh, Platy McPlateface yeah. talked me into it. Warren Zevon said I should. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad because they're probably going to what make some toys for this, and some poor kid is going to get a, a Platy McPlateface yeah. for <laughs> action Christmas. figure or something. Yeah, be a stocking stuffer. Yeah. 
those cheap parents. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got it when they donated a dollar yeah. or became an organ donor. Hey. So they well, if, I guess if you become an organ donor, they'll just give you one of Platy's arms. <laughs> <laughs> you just get part of it. And, you know, the, yeah. But if you really want to know what to get a child for Christmas, Argo One has some suggestions about that. Uh, oh, yeah. one of our short films. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> all about that. Thanks for uh, the. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. So yeah. look up the Argo One uh, short films and uh, yeah, I guess Google Harry the Christmas Fairy. That'll uh, <laughs> that'll give you some <laughs> ideas for the perfect yeah. Christmas gift. Awesome! I, John I is really uh, yeah. sneaking in the. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, he's doing it right. That's yeah. that's how. Yeah, you get you that's get a, reminded that's like from a smooth Paul Harvey uh, <laughs> transition there. <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> Okay, where am I? Where am I at here? This this is a longer story about a uh, poor uh, lactose intolerant individual. Uh, Demet Strato of New York discovered he was lactose intolerant four years ago, so he always requests soy milk when he orders iced coffees from Starbucks. However, the baristas don't always honor or remember his request, leading to lots of tummy trouble trouble and time on the toilet. Uh, the most recent occasion was on Monday when uh, Strato uh, Strato 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 sounds better. Yeah, sure. like Plato. Straight-o, yeah, there we go. Uh, he stopped for, to get an iced coffee before going into his business, Jam Juice Vape Shop, which just, you know, that's a... And Bayside, okay, oh, i got to stop you right there for a second. Is it, is it both, do they sell jam, juice, and vaping stuff? Or is it vaping stuff that flavored like jam, like jam and juice? <laughs> that That is a good question. Anyway. Uh, although... Considering the rest of the story on here, I don't know if I'd really trust any juices <laughs> in his store. Uh, his store is a three-minute drive from the uh, from the Starbucks, and he says uh, bef- in an email, he says, uh, "Before I parked, I knew <laughs> my morning was going to be rough." Uh, Strato ended up spending most of the day on the toilet seat. He was so mad that he typed an angry rant while sitting on the can and posted on Facebook. The post reads, this is the second time I ordered a venti iced coffee with soy milk this month where the soy milk request was ignored and regular milk was instead used. I have pooped 11 times since the morning. (laughs) My bottom hurts from all the wiping. Uh, Do you think Mm. I enjoy soy milk? Does anyone enjoy soy milk? Really? I don't don't order soy milk uh, because I'm bored and want my drink order to sound fancy. I order soy soy milk so that my bottom doesn't blast fire for four hours. (laughs) I am not a Charmander. Uh, Thank you for listening to my rant. P.S. I'm writing this from the comfort of my toilet. So, so, uh, yeah, that's... uh, that's, uh, Coffee, coffee is supposed to somewhat have that effect, but I don't. I think that's a little extreme. Hmm. Unless he's putting it in the wrong end. That could be. Yeah, well, John, you were drinking this, coffee so, all yeah. the way, all I, way up here, I, and you. Uh, I was. Are you, you okay? To... I'm fine. Okay, that's. Well, good. I didn't have any. I didn't have any soy milk in it or anything. Uh, okay. Okay. Or what I thought was soy milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now, regular milk disguised as soy milk. Mm-hmm. At At what point do you stop counting how many times you've gone to the bathroom? Because what he said eleven times. Yeah, eleven. That's you would very think specific. I hit I hit five, and I'm just gonna give up. I'm not gonna yeah, count anymore. Yeah. But he's he's got some, you know, he's uh marketing on the wall or something. I don't even want to know what he's marketing with. <laughs> oh, go in there and there's a little, yeah, little little uh, hash marks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that would definitely ruin your day. Yeah, couldn't couldn't do that if, and do a radio show, for example. Uh, that would be. Well, if you had a really long mic cord, I guess you could yeah, yeah. broadcast live uh, on remote. Yeah, or a toilet in the studio. I, I mean, there you a go. podcast, you could do it. That's what we need is a podcast <laughs> done from a toilet. It'd be a, the a acoustics. Poo, the poo cast. The poo cast. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a podcaster. I'm a poo caster. Ugh, that just sounds like it'd get very messy. That's, we just go some weird direction yeah. here sometimes. That's not to think about how we got yeah. how we And, got and to think topic. we started off talking about a... a, a a, a blob of uh, sloppy joe. Yeah. And, <laughs> and look now, how far yeah. we've sunk. Yes. Yeah, so we have just. <laughs> Didn't we, think we, we could have, go any lower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting rock bottom on the life today. Uh, let's see. What what else do I have here? Uh, see, I can't even remember. Uh, there's apparently a wrestler named the progressive liberal Daniel Richards. He is fighting on Friday, and it isn't in the political arena. He's a pro wrestling villain gone viral. He'll uh, and he'll gladly rub his lefty views in the face of his opponents. 
and the Donald Trump loving spectators who watch him compete in the Kentucky based Appalachian mountain wrestling, because that sounds like a great time. Yeah. Appalachian <laughs> mountain wrestling. That's uh sounds like a lot of people would be related to each other. They'd all have <laughs> the same last name, not to be, you know, not to be terrible. I have family from down there. That's why we're all Smiths. <laughs> right. That's why there are so many Smiths <laughs> in the world. <laughs> uh, his real name is Daniel Harnsberger, a 36 year old real estate agent from Richmond, Virginia, who moonlights on the mat as a smug Democrat in need of a beatdown. <laughs> uh, wearing a Hillary Clinton t-shirt. He told viewers in a recent match promo, you, you need, you people need to be reprogrammed. You continually vote against your own interests. We're going to get, get jobs with clean energy. That's uh, apparently that really gets the wrestling fans going. But the best name he could come up with was was the was progressive it? liberal Daniel Richards. That's yeah. yeah that's, he needs that's a, not really a wrestling name. Yeah, that's that sounds like a like a DJ could, name. Yeah. He could go re- like the Bleeding Heart. Now that's, oh, that's there that's you go. Yeah. Be, yeah, that's because well, they were all the hearts were already out there. You know, okay. they had to, so I don't know if they could get sued for that, but. Hmm. <laughs> Because there was the hitman, the, the yeah. hitman heart, you know. Yeah, that's apparently the best he could do, and that's that's kind of disappointing. You would think yeah. he'd be a little more creative than that. Yeah, the BMV should uh, start, yeah, a, they, start they a survey should. to get a new name they for should, it. Yep, yep, Wrestling McRazzle face <laughs> <laughs> would be the clear winner in that. Indeed, <laughs> Wrestling McRazzle face. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> uh, losing your subway card or bus ticket is one of the most frustrating things that can happen on your way to work. But, uh, and the, the, here's the reason that I, uh, picked this article. I forgot about this. Uh, this guy's name would definitely be a reason to, uh, not want to lose your subway card and have to explain who you are. Uh, his name is meow Ludo disco gamma meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> of, yes. of the Massachusetts uh, but, uh, disco the Mass- meow meows. <laughs> <laughs> the same. <laughs> huh. Uh, anyway uh, losing your subway card or having the name meow ludo disco gamma meow meow uh, he has figured out a way to prevent that he's embedded his transit pass into his hand of course he has uh, meow meow hey so that's only the second weirdest thing about it yes yes now meow meow has oh wow must be a cat lover i'm guessing i i or maybe a cat hater. Well, yeah. Well, that's his brother, Woof Woof. But <laughs> anyway, uh, he apparently is, is he is a biohacker from Sydney. Ah. A biohacker. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not even sure what that is. Is that? Uh, I think it's isn't it people who? Well, like you said, you, you embed okay, weird yeah, stuff makes, like you put body the, modification. Okay, yeah. That, Some that, people yeah, will, will go, put like a magnet go. in a fingertip or something so they can detect ferrous metals by touch. Oh. So they can tell if something's made of iron or not. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he had a uh, near field communication chip from an Opal card, which is the uh, uh, Australian subway, whatever, wherever the heck he is, Sydney, uh, <laughs> encased in a, in a biocompatible plastic and inserted into his body just beneath the skin on the side of his left hand, and. His life changed forever. Uh, the Opal cards are a part of the smart card uh, ticketing system for the public transit service in the greater Sydney area in Australia and can be used for transport transport via bus, rail, light rail, and ferry services within the city. Uh, wow. I guess the most interesting part about that article is his name. Yeah. I'm yeah. disappointed to hear, though, that it's, you know, it sounds like a little, it's a little chip or something right, that he just puts right. up and it radio waves. I was hoping it would be like a swipe card that he would have yeah. sticking out of his arm <laughs> Ooh, or something. He'd have magnetic to like, sliver. Like on his finger, he'd have to run his finger through yeah, the thing every time. Yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah, I would want one of those. Oh, yeah. It'd be much better than just a little <laughs> scan chip. I just want to slide. I'm, I'm going to get my credit card just right, like you said, right along the finger. Yeah, but as soon as you do that, then it's going to say, no, you got to use the chip reader. you got to <laughs> yeah, modify yeah. yourself all over again. Yeah, well, I'd, I'm not going to tell you where I'd put the chip. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never, let you, they'll never let you into yeah, the that's true. Starbucks again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the Starbucks bathroom, either no. way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, definitely, uh, what was his name one more time? Because that's that's my favorite part. Because uh, he has the same uh, first name as he has last name. Mm-hmm. First name's it's... Meow, his last name's Meow Meow. 
So, because <laughs> Meow Ludo is his first name. It's hyphenated because why not? If you're, <laughs> yeah. Because just to name him Meow without the I'm, hyphen just sounds weird. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. See, you don't I think you know. broke me here. Uh, <laughs> you're not so the he's, first So he's thinking, I'm him. assuming he was not born Meow Ludo. Disco, Disco Gamma. Disco Gamma Meow Meow. <laughs> so some, at some point in his life, he sat down and said, I'm going to change my name. And then he, so he had to have started with like, oh, I'm going to be Disco Meow Meow. Yeah. He was Robert Charles. Yeah. So said, no, 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 I'm Disco Meow Meow. And then I don't, was there someone else with the same name? So like, well, great. Yeah. Now I got to be Disco yeah. Gamma <laughs> Meow Meow. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then this, of course his first name, Meow Ludo. Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. <laughs> I thought I had a weird last name. That's, that sounds like an 80s song, doesn't it? <laughs> or it sounds, sounds like, like a, a J-pop band or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the uh, the thing you'd say to the Winter Soldier to activate him or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Hey, well, he, he sounds he sounds oddly like somebody who uh, who came back after a uh, radiation incident in a uh, spacecraft. That's there you what, go. <laughs> yep, he came back as meow meow Ludo Disco Gamma meow meow. That's, <laughs> Uh, do we even want to do another story at that, at this point? We did, we did have a little bit of time. Oh, let's do and, another. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's do yeah, one more. Uh, wow. This, this I, has, I a can't lot of leave names. with that name in my head. I yeah, need something. Well, there, to clean there are a lot of names in here. Uh, she just wanted to ensure an, an uneventful journey, uh, but an airline passenger superstitions at superstitious actions ended up grounding a China South China Southern airlines of all the names in here. I have trouble with Southern. <laughs> her actions ended up grounding a china southern airlines flight at shanghai pudong international airport see i said shanghai and pudong i couldn't say southern uh for several hours last tuesday uh that was after the woman identified by her surname qui q-i-u uh i guess it's qui i don't know uh th threw a handful of coins into an Airbus 320's engine to wish a safe flight. <laughs> safe flight. Uh fellow travelers <clears throat> said that uh they they saw her saw Qui who is believed to be in her 80s toss the change from halfway up the boarding staircase. Crew members ordered passengers who'd already boarded off the aircraft so the engineers could inspect the engine. They found one coin inside the engine and eight on the ground nearby. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> wait, sh should I not be doing that? Is that wrong? <laughs> I think that is. A, I think that is a no. Oh. I think that uh, they, is they only upon... take paper money now. Right. Oh, okay. yes. exactly, gotcha. exactly, because it doesn't clutter the engine as much. Why only one engine though? Why wouldn't she be doing it to? Oh. Well, I, that's probably the only one she could get to I from guess. the staircase. You know, they'd have caught her if she ran around the other side. Guess, she yeah. thought, <laughs> "Well, I can't do both. We'll just we'll have half a good. We'll flight. bless half the engine. Yes, yeah, the other." <laughs> Because, <laughs> she, yeah, she wasn't crazy. She didn't oh, want to no. do both, and both the engines would malfunction. They'd never make it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's a special, that's a special uh, kind of uh, superstition there. Yes, that is, that, is, that, is, that is one way to put it. It's a special kind of person in general that decides to wish a safe flight by uh, loading the uh, engine compartment up with coins. <laughs> all right well i think we're gonna on that note yeah. uh we're gonna i'm gonna throw it over to you guys for any last minute plugs anything you got coming up i know the movie's coming up you got your website argo one all that fantastic stuff john anything you want to before i start babbling well you, you do music as well so anything you have to Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm actually in uh, one of the things that I do. I'm in a Pink Floyd tribute band, and we have a show at the Miami Valley Music Festival in Troy, Ohio. Wow. Uh, I think that? that's a week from Friday. I think that's when we're playing. I don't have my calendar with me. But, yes, yeah, we're called Signs of Life, the American Pink Floyd. And uh, if you are interested in that kind of music and you like music festivals, you know, getting all sweaty with a bunch of hippies, then... Uh, I don't know about that part, but I love Pink Floyd. It's yeah. one of my... All time. And this, Come on out and check us out. They have a, they have Facebook. Are they on Twitter? Yeah, we're on, we're on Facebook. Uh, we also have a website, signsoffloyd.com. Signsoffloyd.com. All right. I will definitely have to check that out. I don't know if I can make it to the show because of my work schedule, but I definitely, yeah, definitely a fan of uh, signsoffloyd.com. Yes. Okay. 
radio silence as I write that down, and it's worth it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys coming into the show. Uh, David Cornelius, uh, John Hor Har Har Hardy Har. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. It, it's been great having you in the studio. Yeah, it's with been great. Me. I really you. appreciate it. I love the movie Inhuman, which uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to get a copy soon. It's it's coming out soon. That, we have a we have a distribution deal. We just haven't set a date yet. Okay, cool. So sometime cool. later this year. And I, and I'm gonna hit you up to have you sign it too. Oh. Then, you know, gotta <laughs> gotta have that because you yeah. never know who's who's gonna be the next big thing. Oh sure. And Inhuman, which is gonna blow the roof off the sucker. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> yeah it is a great movie though a lot of Thank fun you. definitely enjoyed it it's been great having you in the studio and uh, uh tune in next week next week i have uh other guests coming in no uh, next week i have uh, joseph bardgill coming in uh from one from noon to one along with uh musician uh mr stone king and from one to two p.m next week i will have uh, i wrote it down where did i write it down at I will have uh, writer Chris Burnside in with uh, actress Jordan Lopez from the Unwritten Podcast. You can check them out, unwrittenpodcast.com. Uh, season one's available now. Hopefully season two will be out fairly soon because I, I get to be Chuck in season two, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, uh, check those out. Uh, thanks for coming in once again, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. Overwhelms me. Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow.